Hello again, everybody. Um, thank you for tuning in. I suppose nobody's noticed because nobody's listening. Um, but I have, I've moved the day of my podcast release to Wednesday. Um, this is just because I googled it and it said Wednesdays are better. So I'm going to come to you every Wednesday. You can still listen on a Saturday if you want, if that's the way your week works. So today I have brought to you the lovely, lovely topic of biodegradable things, biodegradable items. The other day I was actually looking at the pack of baby wipes that I use for my children. Um, and I have one here, hang on. Oh, bit too close to the mic. So these are Loopy Loos and they say biodegradable wipes, 100% biodegradable. And I thought, hmm, I wonder how I throw those away because obviously I want to be super, super environmentally friendly. And as it turns out, it's very difficult to dispose of these biodegradable wipes in a useful and helpful way. So I went to my kitchen and I got out another pack of the cleaning wipes, the um, multi-use, multi-surface wipes. And they also said they were biodegradable. And then on the back of these packets, it says, where does it say? Made in the UK, do not flush, dispose with household waste. Which is, you know, disappointing, but it's not all doom and gloom. And I'm hoping that by sharing this, not only will people be more inclined to reduce their use of single-use items, but they'll also know how to properly dispose of these quote-unquote biodegradable wipes, which are not actually any better for the environment. So the definition of biodegradable, um, I just googled it, so I'm just going to read out the Google definition. Biodegradable of a substance or object capable of being decomposed by bacteria or other living organisms and thereby avoiding pollution. Now that is in itself crap, and I'll come to tell you why. From a website, I haven't put which website, I'm really sorry, but from a website they've said, the trouble is everything we use or create can be called biodegradable because eventually everything will break down from organic waste and wooden cutlery to plastic packaging or steel machinery. It could just take a very, very long time. So putting the word biodegradable on food labels isn't very helpful for anyone trying to make a greener shopping choice. Now, unfortunately, um, I came to realise when I researched that there's no standard yet when it comes to determining the biodegradability, if that's a word, biodegradability of anything. It sounds like a word, doesn't it? Biodegradable and compostable are two completely different things. Um, biodegradable simply means that something can be broken down over time by microorganisms no matter how long it takes. Biodegradable items are not compostable, which is absolutely mad because I completely thought that they were. Um, compostable is a little bit more specific. Compostable just means that we put them into compost bins and they break down into natural products that are actually going to benefit the soil and be able to break down into the soil. So for something to be fully compostable, it must only leave natural, non-toxic components behind. It sounds easy, but the conditions need to be absolutely perfect for composting to work. When done in an industrial environment, um, it can be a lot quicker than home composting. Home composting can sometimes take a lot, lot longer than commercial composting. I won't delve into this one, but I did come across in my research that not all items marked as home compostable are actually compostable. They did this whole survey with the guard. I read about it on The Guardian, but they did this whole survey where they tested... Over like almost a thousand people and they put home compostable plastics in their compost bin and it was still there after six months which isn't very 
useful when you're trying to compost stuff at home. You don't want to wait six months to be able to get nice new soil out for your daisies in the spring. I don't know. I, I don't have a compost bin, as you can tell. So this brings me on to a really interesting point because I started thinking, okay, well, what about those little green bags we put in our food waste bins? Now, if you're like me and you have a food waste bin, you use those really nice... I say nice. They're really nice to me. They feel like you want to just rub them on your skin, on your face. They're really soft. The little green um, caddy liners to line it. But unfortunately, I've discovered that that is pointless. So I live in Epsom and York, and the council website says this. We used to ask you to use bioliners to line your food waste caddy. But the food waste recycling companies found that bioliner compost down much more slowly than the food. That slowed down the recycling process and made it much more expensive. They tried dredging the bioliners out of the food waste, but the sticky bioliners got tangled around the dredging equipment. Cleaning them off was very expensive. So they found that using plastic bags was, overall, much more cost-effective. They're not recycled, but good stuff still happens to them, and you can use old bags like bread bags or carrier bags if you like. Now, this basically means that they are emptying those little nice green soft plastic bags that we especially go out and buy and spend the money on to put in our little bin caddies. And they are opening them and they're emptying them out. Um, or no, sorry, they're getting stuck in the machinery and we're costing the council more. God forbid. <laughs> but it's true, you know, it's, um, it's, a, it's a waste of time to do it and it's a waste of time for us and it's a waste of time for them. So this same article that was in The Guardian suggests to line your food caddy bin with newspapers. But to be honest, I don't know anyone who reads newspapers anymore. Um, and to go out and buy a newspaper to line my food caddy bin with is not cost effective and it's probably worse for the environment, to be honest. So they do, they, they promise that they do good things with these plastic bags, but who knows. While you might not think it's that common, we're actually surrounded by items that claim to be biodegradable in our own home. So I'm just going to touch on a few of these. Now I'll start with what my initial inspiration, I suppose you could say, for this podcast was, which was baby wipes. Unfortunately, most biodegradable wipes can only be thrown in the bin, like it says on the back of the packet. It claims that these wipes, I, I tried to find out what the actual wipe was made of. Um, it's, it says it's 100% plant fibres, which I guess is 100% plant fibres, but then I never know if 100% plant fibres means that the fibres in it are 100% plant and then they're using beads of plastic or something, you know? Like when something is 100% British pork, is it 100% pork or is it 100% British? I guess it's, yeah, lots of marketing things just baffle me, which isn't good when you're trying to make better decisions and be green. I looked into Huggies, Pampers, big brands here in the UK. They all say the same thing. And the marketing message behind these plastic-free wipes is actually that your baby won't be wiped down with plastics. You know, nobody wants that, so that's great. But it does beg the question, is branding these products with the term biodegradable misleading those consumers with the best intentions? So you set out to buy something that's really eco-friendly and great for the environment, but actually you're not. It's not helpful at all. All it's doing is keeping the plastic away from your baby, which, as I said, great news, but why do you need to call them biodegradable? Why not just call them plastic-free? So the next one is nappies. So I've mentioned before that disposable nappies are one of my biggest peeves when it comes to parenting wastage, especially because the alternative is just so time-consuming and such a big commitment. I honestly applaud those parents who use reusable nappies because I just, 
I just don't have it in me. I don't have the time. I don't have the space. I can't bloody do it. On biodegradable nappies, Dr. Charlotte Lloyd, Environmental Research Fellow, says there's an assumption that just because a biodegradable nappy may be made from natural materials, it will degrade into natural substances that are non-toxic to the environment. But scientific evidence does not yet support this assumption. There is currently very little research on this subject. But the fact of the matter is that if you're buying these biodegradable nappies, you're still contributing less to your carbon footprint because although they still contain the plastics and the chemicals, they're produced using mainly natural materials. So even in the production process, you are doing your bit and doing better. But don't don't rest under the assumption that they're just breaking down and you're, you know, it's absolutely fine. However, I also read another study, sorry to the people who are putting all this time and energy into the reusable nappies. I go out and research this because I didn't write it down or anything. But I did come across a study that said that the energy and the water that it takes to clean reusable nappies may actually be more harmful to the environment than disposable nappies themselves. Who knows? The next one is plastics. Biodegradable plastics are becoming more and more popular with companies investing in their sustainability initiatives, but are they all they seem? Biodegradable plastics are actually made from fossil fuels, so they're really, really terrible when it comes to making, when it comes to breaking down. They've been found to last as long as five years when submerged in water or buried in the earth, and they're still usable. Like They, they dig them up or they pick them out of the water and they are still fully usable bags or whatever it is that they are. They're also guilty of breaking down into those dreaded microplastics. Yes, the ones that have recently been found to occur in our bloodstream. And the United Nations Environment Programme has said that it should be assumed that these biodegradable plastics add to the quantity of microplastics in the ocean. And as we know, these make their way up the food chain and into us, which is just pish posh. So when we remember that there is no standard that people need to comply with to claim something's biodegradable, it's clear to see that something's amiss. And in all honesty, it seems as though people are creating products and labelling them biodegradable and even compostable, and they don't pay any mind to the way in which that they need to be disposed of in order to carry out these claims and actually be good for the environment. They're just using it so that you buy it. I guess the only real answer is to use less and just be really conscious of what we're buying and how we're disposing of it. One blog said to reach out to the manufacturer, but you probably get laughed at, so... It depends. Depends how you're feeling. Depends if you need entertainment for the day. I'm going to put all of the, because I use loads of different sources for this, so I'm going to put all the links at the bottom. If you're interested, go and have a look. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a like. Give me a subscribe. Do whatever they do with the podcasts these days. And tell your friends to listen to me because I am bored of talking to myself. Um, I'm not really. I could talk to myself for days. I'm absolutely batshit crazy. Anyway, let's say goodbye bid you farewell and I will speak to you next week. Bye.